It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network, if you dare. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. When they see we didn't burn up, they'll send those two fighters after us and they'll blow us to crawl. You're going to blow the cargo, aren't you? Am I to understand? want us to dock to your vessel? You're actually going to use mercenaries? They should be able to hold off the boarding party and create enough distraction for us to find the controller and get him to the bat. Latch confirmed. Seals test or a go. Opening the rear hatch. Welcome aboard. You recognize these fighters? Of course I do. Half the rage fleet has been pirated from the IDF. Are you proposing? We should return this stolen property to the IDF. Roger. That's right, Bubble Brain, and it's not just me, but I have both Agent Hawks with me. You just give me the signal, and I'll blow that docking bay hatch. Major, I have the controller. Fire. You're being attacked by our own fighters! Woohoo! How about that shot, Sheena? Prometheus, we have you covered. Get out of here! Sir, what was the bad news you talked about? Rage is undertaking a major invasion, and Earth is their target. And now, episode 51. Waging war. Earth, huh? Well, that's good news for a fillion like me. Ah, uh, maybe not, Nate. If a rage commits an act of aggression against our other side, the Galactic League of Worlds will unite. Which means your planet may join the fray. Besides, think about it. If rage goes to war, you won't be safe, and your skipper's trade business takes a major hit. The way I see it, commodities are in high demand in a war. They're right, Nathaniel. If Rage commits an act of war, we're all in it. If Rage needs something from the Mercury, they'll just take it. Look, all I know is that when planets fight, we get business. Besides, I'm just a first mate. I'll let the skipper worry about that stuff. (laughs) Knowing Rick as I do, he'll be fine and probably make a profit somewhere, somehow. Controller, what's our plan of action now? Tika here is going to take you, Barnes, Horace, and Nelson to the BSS. Major Witt will take me and his squad back to the IDFPC, where I'll call for an emergency special session. Roger that, sir. We're shoving off. Everyone, we need to get together at the O-Club sometime soon. You got it, sir. Take care. Thanks again, Major. Tika, set a course for the BSS as soon as we are clear. Thought I'd never say this, but aye aye, Controller. Rage Base, Lord Zokar for emergency landing. My master, we were outnumbered. The IDF scum lied to us about the Tesla Vortex. They used it to gain the element of surprise. Enough. Yes, my master. And what of the Potomac? It was severely damaged by proton torpedoes. We scuttled the ship before escaping. At least the enemy will have no use of it. What of the crew? Bella? The Jubaton and three of my men managed to escape in pods. They are behind me. And you're a pilot? He went down with his ship. Then at least one did as he should. If I didn't need you, Zokar, 
Sherlock would say, the game is afoot, Watson. In my first full week of being in this game as an IDF agent, I was captured, then rescued, then had to rescue my rescuers, was shot at more in one day than all my years on the force, and now find out that Earth, in one form or the other, is about to be invaded by alien forces. I've been asking myself, what have I gotten myself into? But thinking on it, the invasion would happen whether I was in the IDF or back home in the SIS. At least this way, I can perhaps influence the outcome. The trip back to the BSS was a time of reflection for all of us. Prometheus, this is Boldabar Station. Prepare for docking sequence. Over. Copy that. Auto docking sequence initiated. She's all yours, George. Over. The Prometheus is requesting that you address him properly. He resents being called she. Over. Uh, say again, over. Ha ha. I have made a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, George. We'll make a human out of you yet. Over. Why would I want to regress, Agent Barnes? Prometheus, all systems are nominal. Stand by for capture, and also, congratulations. In spite of only a 40% chance of success, I congratulate you all on a job well done. Perhaps someone should give Agent Barnes a pair of red socks, too. What? Yeah, Roboboy that gave us a 40% chance of success. I told him 400 was a good average. Ah, 400. Red Sox, Williams. I get it. I'm a DiMaggio girl myself. What are you two babbling about? Ah, little Earth humor. That George, he's a quick learner. Docking in three, two, one. Capture confirmed. Airlock green. Pressure check. Nominal. Transfer authorized. Welcome aboard. Nelson? Commander, glad to be back. Come on in. Agent Barnes? Commander, get those uh, pierogies yet? Yeah, but Vlad's hidden them somewhere. Welcome aboard. Just call me Nate. Nate? Nice. Cozy little pad you have here. We try. Agent Hawk? Both of them. Good to see that you made it in through the fray. Hey, Commander. Good to see you, Commander. I wasn't sure there for a while. Commander, this is Tika, co-pilot of the Prometheus. Tika, you did a great job out there. Didn't think I'd ever be happy to see an IDF astronaut. We'll do our best to make you comfortable while we check out your ship. It's standard operating procedure. Anytime a civilian vessel comes under fire, we need to run through checks on your heat shield before allowing re-entry. Any idea how long we're going to be up here? It shouldn't be long. What about the Mercury? She'll need to come in also. Unless, of course, it's a he. Commander, the vessel Mercury is an inanimate object and therefore has no gender. Well, it looks like the old George is back. Listen, Commander, the Mercury really wasn't in any firefight. We were sucked up into the Bay of the Potomac, then spit out to burn up on re-entry. Captain Rick is retrieving her right now on Latumus. If he doesn't check in with us, it's up to Approach Center on Boldabar whether or not to let him land. Commander, it looks like we have a possible situation on our hands. The controllers return to a brief the IDF Planetary Council on a possible invasion of our Earth by rage forces. That's not good. I was afraid this stretch of peace and calm was too good to be true. We're not definite what their plans are. There are two Earths in parallel and there was no indication which Earth he was attacking. It probably doesn't matter. I remember the controller telling me that they removed Von Longer from the Nazi party because they were afraid a super bomb would be used and possibly destroy both our worlds. 
Evidently, a catastrophic event in one world could rip the fabric of dimensions and destroy us both. I have to agree with you on that one, Katie. The storm I encountered in my P-51 ripped a small hole that shot me into their dimension. If a lightning strike could temporarily open a hole, a major nuclear war could rip us apart. Which means we'll have to do everything we can to avoid war. Surely there's more than just us to head this off. We suspect Earth is going to be their target. It will be up to our branch of the IDF to investigate. Hey, I know it's a, a little confusing when you say IDF now. There's the Intergalactic Defense Force, and there's the Intergalactic Defense Federation. We usually refer to the Defense Force as the IDF, and the Federation's IDEF. We'll have all the support we need from IDEF, but the nuts and bolts of the work will be done by us, unless Rage decides to engage multiple targets. I don't think that would be the case. Part of my investigation at the penal colony dealt not only with IDEF corruption, but with the infrastructure of rage. From what I gather, they're a splinter group relying on terrorist tactics. Unfortunately, that's a scenario that our planet is all too familiar with. True, but we have an excellent anti-terrorist force in place. A force structured to combat earthbound terrorists, not alien. How are we going to conduct our investigations without putting the population into a war of the world-like panic? Ah, Kate's right about that. There's so many conspiracy theorists and ufologists out there that one hint of an alien invasion, and they'll all sniff it out. Then it's Katie bar the door. I hear what you are saying, but we're just going to have to deal with that if and only if it comes up. Listen, what you guys are forgetting is that we're out here too. If something big is about to go down, we'll catch it before they get to your planet. We'll be all over them like Vlad on a pierogi. Who is eating my pierogies now? Privyet, comrade Vlad. Privyet, comrade Barnes. So, there is a party and Vlad is not invited, especially with such beautiful ladies present. Nice to see you again, Vlad. Kate Hawk. And uh, please introduce this nice lady. Tika, co-pilot of the Prometheus. It is with great pleasure I welcome you to Boldibar Space Station. Our home is your home. Thanks. <laughs> so should I watch out for this smooth talker? Only if he challenges you to a vodka drinking contest. They were just telling us about a possible rage invasion of Earth. Planet 3-10? Which one? It's unclear at this time. Well, whichever one it is, they have to get by our defenses first. So, we must celebrate this occasion of so many visitors. We shall eat. Pierogies for all? Yet, for you, I have a very special surprise. A delicacy of your world. Chili dogs. Oh, great, Vlad. That's just great. <laughs> your lucky day, partner. Order. Order. This special session of the Intergalactic Defense Federation Planetary Council is now in session with your Honorable Secretary General Damu El Tok presiding. Ladies, gentlemen, and neutrals, this special session of the Intergalactic Defense Federation Planetary Council has been called to address the potential of hostile combat operations within the territories and solar systems of the Intergalactic Defense Federation. It has always been the policy of the Federation to maintain peace throughout the galaxies by means of diplomacy. 
We will make every attempt to pursue a diplomatic solution to the impending crisis. I now give the floor to Controller of Sector 3, Simon Pierman. Secretary Eltok, fellow controllers, it is with a sad heart that I bring news of a possible invasion of Planet 3-10 within my sector. As many of you know, I was a captive of the rebel forces known as Rage. While in captivity, I learned of the invasion plot from the rebel Zokar, also known as Wi-Fi, and his superior, former controller 8, Lister. Details of the possible invasion are vague and unclear, but what is clear is that Rage is attempting to expand its territory and recruit dissidents from within our own midst. This is evidenced by the recent raid on the Boldabar training facility where 12 rebel combatants were recruited from within. Yes, Controller 12. Do we know the home planets of these traitors? That is the disturbing part. Four different planets were involved in the insurgency. This means that Rage's reach is extending beyond their immediate sector. I will be preparing a report with all of that information for all of you. Order, order. This council will come to order. Number three. How can you be certain that this is an actual plot and not just another attempt by Rage to panic the masses? Their attack on Boldabar was well orchestrated in a very short amount of time. These recruits have been embedded for a very long time. We fear that throughout the galaxy, there are sleeper cells just waiting for their orders. They've had at least five years to assimilate into our societies. Then we'll scrutinize all citizens who have been employed in strategic jobs for the last five years. A start, number 12, but we must be more vigilant. The strategy is not only to plant rebels in those positions, but to recruit those who feel disenfranchised and convert them to their cause. Therefore, I am requesting a vote upon my proposal to impose the Munzi Act. Order, order. This council will come to order. The council recognizes Controller 12 from Filion. The Munzi Act is a serious step. This will severely interfere with our ability to conduct commerce freely within our system. A rebel war will do much more to hinder your commerce, 12. It will stop it. This, my fellow controllers, is a necessary precaution. I cannot stress this enough. I think all Kroll's about to break loose, Sheena. We need to get the old girl off this sore forsaken rock. Aye, sir. All propulsion systems are nominal. But we're indicating damage to the heat shield. How bad is it? Bad enough not to risk re-entry. Well, if there's one thing I've learned from you, it's that if a Jabotin thinks it's too risky, well, then it's too risky. What do we need to fix it? May I remind the captain that Sheena is your pilot, not your engineer. That description falls on your first mate, Nate. A lot of good that'll do us. He's already cleared the portal, and I'm not going to sit here for a week to get apart. Oh, it won't be a week, sir. It won't? Why's that? Because we'll either be dead or captured by then. So we can either risk burn up on re-entry to Boldabar, or sit here like sitting ducks. Not necessarily, Captain. I'm listening. This is a big planet. Granite, most of it is uninhabited, but not all of it. Back in your IDF days, you were stationed here for advanced flight training, weren't you? There were practice trips all over the planet, some with maintenance depots. All were abandoned not long after Rage set up their operations on the other side of the planet. 
everything was mothballed. Don't you think Rage cleaned everything out? We're not going to find out just sitting here. Well, all right then. Let's get in the air before a Rage Patrol comes back looking for us. Scan verified. Chancellor Zokar, you are expected. Enter. My master. Rise, Zokar. Yes, master. My displeasure of you has waned only slightly. Since I have learned the extent of the lies propagated by I-Death concerning the Tesla Vortex. Still, your ship was well equipped to defeat a small cargo vessel. Yes, master. And you failed. Yes, master. Do not fail me again. I will not, master. What is your bidding, master? Assemble transport for the prisoners at the prison. It shall be done, master. Do we transport all who are imprisoned? We have full control of the prison. All who resist joining our forces have been dealt with. All, Master? Save one. Prisoner 310? The same. He shall be transported alone. He is far too valuable to us. What is your bidding, my Master? Secure him. Bring him to me. We have prepared a special cell just for him. We will make him see our ways. And then we shall be unstoppable. Who is Prisoner 310 and why is he so valuable? Will the Security Council support the Controller? What will Kate's role be in all of this? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, Homeward Bound. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D I G I T A L V A U D E V I L L E dot com. Mm-hmm.